Dippy, whippy, dip your toe into the water. Is it cold? Take your toe out. <laughs> Do you know what? That sounded like a carnival where you'd get a lucky dip. <laughs> yes, and that's what these episodes are. It's Mel, it's Monty. It is our bite-sized little podcast where you never know what you're going to get because we stick our hand into the lucky dip like at a carnival. You pull it out, you never know what you're going to get. Ooh, mm. you can't have a boy's bucket or a girl's bucket anymore. We're not no. doing that. We've just got a bucket for all of us. And this is what today's is, okay? It is odd but real medical condition. Oh, I love this stuff. I love this stuff. Mm, I've got three of them for you. Yes. Okay. Tell me. All right. So these are real. They're mm-hmm. very rare. But are people in the world, this big, wide, wonderful world of ours that have and mm. do have these yep. syndromes, medical conditions. The first one is called fish odour syndrome. This is terrible. A worse nightmare. Oh, my God. Isn't it awful? Just the wording of it, fish odour syndrome. It, it, it evokes a certain... <laughs> Yes, okay. Tell me about this. So this is an inherited syndrome too. So you would have like your mum and your dad to thank for this because one of those jerks would have had it and they would have passed on to you. And so it's I'm not going to get too scientific, but it's triggered by an enzyme deficiency that prevents the breakdown of some chemical byproduct that's responsible for this foul-smelling um odour that's associated with the smell of decaying fish, but it doesn't have to be actual decaying fish that is the smell, but that's the smell. Like just a putrid. Putrid where you're like. (laughs) The smell of a rubbish bin, like a dumpster smell. Yeah, where you're like, oh, my God, that smells like fish, but it's not necessarily fish. Yeah, like there's there's decaying meat in there or something. Yeah, totally. So, and the body can produce that smell, but we've got these enzymes that break it down so the body doesn't produce those smells, but some people are missing that. So then they have this fishy odour, right? And it comes out in the urine and in sweat and in breath. And there's no cure for this fish odour syndrome. Thank God it's rare. How would you cover that up? Well... There's no cure, but to reduce the symptoms, you can have a diet that avoids specific things with this yep. kind of this thing that like triggers it. So yep. it's things in like legumes, peanuts, eggs, certain meat and fish. Well, probably st- like stuff that might make you fart or back you up because I guess it's like stuff's not breaking down properly or something to, like that's – Oh, that is horrific. Just wouldn't it be awful just like when you're talking, you just know that your breath smells like fish, you know, your armpits smell like fish, you know, your vajuts and your butthole and your sweat, everything just smells like fish constantly. It's so sad. It's really sad. It is really sad, especially being the thought of being a kid with that. Oh, that's horrible. It's just cruel. Being a human's cruel. Mate, there's a lot of shit that can go wrong. Isn't that scary? (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, this is another one. This is a second odd condition that can happen. It is called foreign accent syndrome. Have you heard of this? I watched a documentary on this of a lady 
an Anglo lady who woke up. I don't know if she'd had a head injury or a stroke or something. She had a full Chinese accent. Yeah. And it was like, and it's not funny, but geez, when you watch it, it's like she's taking the piss. Yes. But she's not. It's very rare. And I do remember seeing years and years ago something like this on A Current Affair or one of those shows. It's an actual thing and it can happen when there is like a part of the brain that's associated with speech gets affected and usually it's from the most common reason is a stroke but also trauma or a tumour or other neurological conditions like in some cases MS, certain things like this. This is also very rare but it can trigger a part of the brain that is linked to speech that can make you talk in a foreign accent but the article I read, the doctor's like, usually the accent isn't that good that people that are native to that country would go like, that's a fake accent. Yes. But imagine just waking up like me, to like having a stroke overnight and tomorrow I'm like, eekity, listen to me, I am from Ireland. It's also unfortunate that like which accent you're going to get because if you get like oh an God. Irish accent or oh an English God. accent, it's like – Okay, you want your own, your own voice back. An Asian accent, you sound like you're taking the piss. Oh it sounds horrible imagine, because that's imagine. a very that's a very racist thing <gasps> oh to do. Oh god! Or yeah, an Asian accent, Indian accent, African American, anything accent. like that. Oh, Mark, when we watched god. it, Mark said to me that lady would never be able to go to a Chinese restaurant ever, ever. Oh my god. Imagine no. they would be looking at her like, "Are you for real?" It can last for years. Like it can last for the rest of your life too. That's fucked. Yeah, you just have to stay in your your house. Okay, here's the last medical condition. Very rare. This one's extremely rare. Yes. It's called walking corpse syndrome. Oh, no, this is going to be a real downer, isn't it? So this is also known as Cotard's syndrome and it's a neuropsychiatric disorder in which a person believes that they are dead or they're missing parts of their organs or their soul, or blood, or oh certain God. body parts. So they actually believe that they are dead, or that they've got no blood. And even or, if it's proven to them, like say they say, look, we're going to give you a blood test, watch it, they just well, can't. They're in such a psychiatric state that they don't believe that they... Gee, that's... That they actually believe that they're dead. But it's so rare, and people have often... Like it, it, it is actually so unbelievably rare, but people can then spontaneously snap out of it. So imagine you're like, I'm fucking dead. I'm walking and I'm dead. And then all of a sudden you're like, no, I'm not. Okay, I'm going to pick up the kids. That's horrible. I know. Can I add a very quick one that I heard yes, about the please. other day, coincidentally? There's yeah. a lady in Melbourne. I believe she's the only person in the world that suffers from this. Like there's not even a name for it. Oh. Hold on, you don't want that. You never want no, to be. You don't want to be the very first. rare or the first. Okay. Every month, I believe it is, she said she starts to feel this feeling where I think she gets like this weak sort of feeling in her face. She cannot open her eyes for three days. What? This is this is I was telling Mark about this the other day and he said to me, bullshit. And I had to look it up and say, listen, it is real. She it's like Something happens to her eyes where she cannot open her eyes for three days. That's terrifying. Every month. 
Can you imagine? And she can feel it coming. She knows when it's coming. She's had surgeries to remove like some sort of muscle around her eyes or whatever to try and stop the sort of whether they're seizing up. They actually don't know if it's a medical thing or a psychological thing. Wow. But can you imagine that? That's one of my recurring dreams that I'm trying to open my eyes and I can't. Well, you know that that does, that is actually something. I remember Jackie O was talking about it where she wakes up in her, I forget what it's called, but she's wake. She wakes up during the night and she cannot move her body and open her eyes. Sleep paralysis, probably. Like something, yeah, something yeah. like that. That's yeah. terrifying. Yeah. Mm. Fun one. That was great. All right, guys. There we go. Um, have a beautiful day, beautiful night, beautiful afternoon, whatever you are up to. Hope you are great. Hit us up. We love hearing from you. If you've got anything you want us to um, look into for a lucky dip or for one of our other podcasts or Mel does a deep dive into a story from back in the day, usually a grim one, but mm. they're fascinating, um, hit us up because we do love hearing from you. Also, just what's going on in your life. Um, and we'll chat to you soon. Toot toot. Love yous.